0: Jay Pitts and uh, today's a little different of an episode energy might be a little different I'll ask that you bear with me just a little bit Uh, but you know as you uh, are well aware if you tuned into our last episode it was the end of an era as my co-host beloved co-host Gabe Pruitt is no longer with us has moved on to um, a greater opportunity Marcy we still good we live Yeah. rocking and rolling okay so uh, we are here live from you, live from the offices at Remax Premier Properties here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, welcome, you know, welcome you to the show again. I've got an interesting topic that I want to talk about today. And, you know, without Gabe to bounce ideas off of and ask questions, it's going to be a little bit different of a feel. But, um, you know, those of you that have grown to love the content that we put out here at Resource, I think that still should be very valuable. Um, You know, but with that, I I will tell you that I will appreciate very much so um, having your input, you know, so feel free to comment throughout the show. It looks like we have Kelly Young all the way from vacation watching this episode. Kelly, hi. Hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying the beach. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about what I think is a pretty um, timely topic. It's something that I discussed with some of my top team leaders here this morning, in our uh, small group meetings that we conduct pretty regularly here at Remax Premier Properties, I um, I talk to them about the impact that the national economic news, that the national political news, um, you know, the role that that plays in real estate and real estate practitioners. And I talked to them about a trend and an opportunity, if you will, if you're uh, listening to us on iTunes or wherever you podcast. Um, you may be a consumer. This show is largely devoted to tips, tricks, uh, information, guidance, coaching of real estate professionals, which is why um, we we typically broadcast this show live in a in a Facebook group that is dedicated to real estate practitioners. But if you're finding us somewhere and you are a consumer and you just kind of like to be a fly on the wall and hear some industry inside talk, um, this may this message may be for you. The I'm going to talk about the sweet spot here in a minute. And, you know, um, I can, I can hear already some of my, my, my closest uh, confidants and agents here at Remax premier properties snicker when I say the sweet spot, but, um, that's just because their heads in a bad place. The sweet spot is going to be defined for you as a great opportunity as it pertains to buying and selling real estate. But we'll get into that more in a minute. Um, if, if you're, if you're alive, in America today, you know that there are certain truths. Uh, one of those truths is that we have a 24-hour news cycle. We have infinitely many opinions to reference. Marcy, would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I uh, love it. Dynamite color commentary. Uh, Marcy is so laughing at me right now. I just told her, I said, you know, I'm gonna ask you a question every once in a while. Just be ready. She said, don't worry, I'll never disagree with you. Uh, well, okay, fair enough. But um, there are infinitely many opinions that you can draw from. Um, 24-hour news cycle, cable news, talk radio, internet, podcast, us included. Um, you know, you can go find, as, as Ryan Brown, one of my past guests and esteemed agents here said, that his answer to a client about, you know, what was going to happen in the real estate market said, you can Google and find a an expert that believes the sky is falling and you can... Google and find an expert that thinks that everything is the best it's ever been. Um, I'm going to talk today about some truths um, that I believe to be somewhat irrefutable, um, but again, it's just my opinion. But I, I, what I want you to take away from this as a real estate practitioner is that ultimately, and I'll I'll go ahead and um, you know bury the lead for you as a real estate practitioner operating in a you know one locale like Louisville, Kentucky. It's really, really difficult, regardless of all of these truths and understanding how they interact with one another, to come to a conclusion that is valuable for the end consumer. So when your client asks you, should I buy this house? Should I pay this amount of money? What will it be in three years? The answer is, I don't know. Okay? You don't know. I don't know. Anyone that says they know is really just exercising a really strong opinion because these things um, are too complex to forecast. Now, I can make some predictions. I've been making predictions my entire career. There are quite a few people in this brokerage that find some value in them. But I'm not always right, and I'm the first to admit that I'm not always right. So let's, let's move forward. Let's talk some truth. So roughly 10 days ago, the, the Dow started to drop. The, the Dow Jones Industrial Average. You know, which is essentially the biggest, you know, marker for the strength of the economy. You know, you've got, uh, it topped at somewhere 29,000. Let me see on, I believe it topped on February 14th at 29,398. It has since dropped to uh, 24. 5,000? I don't know where the Dow is today. Let me find my phone. I'm looking at a chart, but uh, one thing I'll say is is the Dow did on February 21st it had dropped to 28 nine, or it topped at 28.9 it dropped to 25 something uh, in relatively short order. A, a pretty substantial correction. Anything larger than 10% is considered a stock market correction. The Dow is currently sitting at 26,458. That is a 540-point increase today alone. The Dow dropped about 700 points yesterday. It climbed a one-day all-time high of 1,200-plus points on Monday. So (laughs) the the truth is, is that the market is incredibly volatile right now. Now, we can talk certain reasons, right? Like what's in the news right now? The coronavirus is a big thing. We have a political Uh, a season ramping up for a presidential election here in 2020. The Democratic primary is in full swing. You know, whether you're, you know, of that variety or not, whether you're a certain variety within that variety, i.e., are you a Democrat, i.e., are you a Democratic Socialist versus a moderate? You may be looking at the news, you know, in a unique way compared to a lot of people around you. That's really pretty irrelevant. The truth is, there's a lot of volatility in the stock market. There is a lot of unknown, you know, um, behavior from China, you know, holding back information, not publicizing the true extent of the coronavirus. How might it spread in the United States? Are we prepared for it? Um, To, you know, is the Democratic National Committee... Rigging the primary season against Bernie Sanders in favor of Joe Biden super Tuesday was yesterday All these things you can discuss um, you know, essentially um, Somebody says we sound slow I don't know Marzi just wanted to give you a heads up on that All these things you can take inference from but I think the truth is That there's a lot of volatility in the market and there will continue to be Here's another truth for our local market. And like many markets around, we're at incredibly, incredibly deficient of inventory right now. Um, Here's, here's some news. So um, in the last 12 months, inventory peaked in September of 2019. Okay. September of 2019, it was just shy of three months supply which is about half a balanced market, half the inventory required to make a balanced market. A balanced market um, is essentially, if you've ever wondered why we do six month listing contracts, it's because you know, traditionally real estate sells you know, at market value and closes within a six month cycle. So we do, we, we've adopted in our industry as a matter of you know, just you know, doing what, we saw, what we've always done we adopted a six-month listing contract. We're at three-month supply. The six-month listing contract is defined as a balanced market because that's typically how long a piece of property takes to buy. When inventory is at six months, buyers buy, sellers sell with no unnormal distress. So um, we're at half that at our highest point in the last 12 months. In February of 2020, Here in Louisville, Kentucky, according to our FlexMLS system, we dropped below two months supply for the first time. So um, that's roughly a third less inventory from September of last year. It's incredible, Um, unprecedented. You take that and you combine it with the fact that interest rates as of this coronavirus scare dropped to unprecedented lows and this sounds like a broken record we've been talking like this for 10 years it feels like but you know ultimately rates almost can't go any lower you know I mean we're hearing 2.75 2.875 on 30-year fixed rate mortgages for consumers of FHA and VA financing this is incredible it's incredibly prevalent it's incredibly powerful to understand now What do you, what do you make of all this? Well, you know, I don't know is the answer because I'm not a prognosticator. I can make some, some, some predictions and maybe you'll, maybe they'll come true and maybe they won't, but I need you to understand that it creates this sweet spot. Okay. The sweet spot that I was talking about just a little bit ago. So let's consider, um, you know, coming out of the great recession and a low Uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average of 7552 in 2008, we are now even at a depressed level in 26,000 territory, 26,477 as of this second. So that is basically, you know, what, four to five times growth in the last 12 years. And We have had incredibly high demand for quite some time. Now, you are buying depressed values as of the foreclosure crisis if you purchased any time since 2008, 2009, up until today. But those specifically that bought between 2008 and 2012 are in incredibly phenomenal shape. So if you bought during those years, you're in great shape. There's a good chance you've already upgraded at that point because most homeowners upgrade between five and seven years. So let's say if you bought between 2012 and 2016, and you're, you're in the millennial generation, which means you were probably born, you're probably anywhere from like, you know, 21 to 36 years old right now. Okay. Most of the 21 year olds are not homeowners, but let's say you bought in 2012 Uh, let's say that, you know, you were 22 years old then, so you were essentially what born in 1990, which means that you are 30 years old today. Okay. And you've experienced substantial appreciation. Okay. Now I could give you exact numbers. In fact, I might. So let's say that you bought in 2012 and you've had essentially eight years to appreciate. And I'm going to give you a, what I feel like is a, an average of, say, 8% appreciation. And let's say you bought a $200,000 house. If you bought a $200,000 house after one year, it was worth 216 After another year, it was worth 233 And then 251 And then you get the point 272, 293, 317. That's eight years. So 317,000 and you've consequently paid that that mortgage balance. Let's say that you put 20% down when you bought it. So you financed 160,000. On and let's say you got about a 5% interest rate back then, because that's about what the market offered. Mortgage payment was $858 a month. I wish I had that payment, but um, you know, eight times 12, you're 96 months in, right? That math check out Marcy can do that in your head for me. Okay. So essentially of course, of course, my math fails me when I'm doing it on the air. Somebody, somebody following me here. Does everybody understand what I got going on? I know this is incredibly enthralling watching me punch numbers into a calculator on the live stream, but but I promise you, I have a very interesting point. Okay, so after 96 months, okay, let's see if I can do this. There we go. Your mortgage balance is 137,000, and I said it was worth how much, Marcy? 317,000. So you've generated. In eight years, an equity position of one hundred and seventy-nine thousand dollars. That's incredible. Okay, now let's keep in mind also that when you step up out of the market median, okay, the the market loosens up a bit. Houses are selling. This is another incredible incredible point. We are at. I, I said earlier we were at just below two months supply but actually right now days on market has peaked in the last 12 months at 75 days on market average how could those two things be true at the same time how could supply be so low yet days on market be the highest it's been in a year Marcy, you got an answer for that she says no here's how because it's a tale of two price points okay it's when, when more expensive homes, and I could probably substantiate this data and maybe I'll post it later, I would guess in our market above 400, probably more so above 500, it would be even more pronounced. But above 500,000, you have homes sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and people staying, keeping their homes off the market because they know they're not moving at a fast pace. So let's, let, let's create the construct for you one second. You bought a house. You, you're 30 years old. You bought a house in 2012. You have amassed... 173 what is it 179,000 in equity. Your houses are selling in one or two days because there's nothing to sell, okay, in the in the three there's nothing to buy in the $300,000 price point. And you're comfortable making the mortgage payment that you make now, which is a $160,000 mortgage. So you could essentially buy 360 and have no step up. Okay? You could, have, you could buy 360 with no step up in, pr- in payment. If you were comfortable because your income has increased, and it most likely has because the economy's been better and you've been working for another eight years, then you're probably willing to make a step up at this point. You're probably buying some, if you're selling 300, you're probably buying in the neighborhood of 500 or better. Okay? If you're buying 500 or better, you're really financing 300 because you're putting down 180 grand. So it's an incredible sweet spot for those buyers of property from the 2012 to 2016 time frame to step up and do you know the home of their dreams or at least a substantial move up based on current market conditions. I think it will go that way and continue to go that way leading into the presidential election. You could possibly see your best opportunity late this year when when the negativity is at a fever pitch when distraction is serious, most buyers and sellers are timing buyers and sellers. So if someone has a piece of property that is on the market with high days on market going into the fall of this year, that is your prime opportunity. But But the opportunity exists today. So here's, I guess what I'm saying. If you're looking to do this this year, eyeball the fall. If your clients are doing it and they're somewhat impacted by timing, now is the time. Interest rates are low, as low as they've been. Inventory is short at the price you're selling. Inventory is better. Listings are aged at the place you're buying. So that's a supreme opportunity to negotiate. And if you're representing move up buyers in the $500,000 price point and the listings you're showing them are on the market 90 days, low offers should be where you start. Okay. There's a good thing about $500,000 sellers. They typically have some financial wherewithal. They can afford to accept less. It's it's typically the ego that is in the way. And if you can help them understand that it's the wisest financial decision for them, then they'll take the haircut. Okay. So sweet spot equals selling at a premium and buying low. Who's ever heard of buy, of sell high and buy low? That's how you make money in any market. So I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Um, you know, I might have kind of stepped on the point and it is it is pretty tedious and I apologize. I don't have Gabe here with me to make a funny quip and, you know, get me laughing. It's a bit serious and I, I understand. A, a bit heavy on data. Marcy wants me to dance a little bit. But here, here's here's kind of, you know, maybe something that I need from you. We're going to have a lot more guests. Um, you know, I realize that this content-rich, very dense kind of number stuff is not the most entertaining stuff in the world, but it is a very important point that you need to take away from today's episode. Um, the sweet spot: 2012 to 2016. If they, if your clients bought, then it deserves a phone call. Okay. It deserves, a, sorry, I've got, the, I've got the episode on the screen and I just saw myself dance, that's pretty funny. Um, it deserves a phone call. You should be reaching out to your clients, you should be speaking life to this. And if nothing else, I hope this gives you some talking points. If you have a question, feel free to bring it to the group. Um, I would love to spark some more dialogue there. But here's one thing that you can do to help me. If you've made it this long, you know, through the kind of dense, you know, talk that is this particular episode. Uh, we're looking to, to kind of develop in this show uh, some regular segments. I'd like to know what you want to hear about. Okay, so specifically, I know that I can get very deep in the details, um, but you know, this show needs to be—you know—it needs to be entertaining too. So, um, where, where, where do you want me to go? You know, we've talked about topics such as, you know, specific segments of this market and how it's moving. We've talked about, you know, news and trends in the real estate industry as a whole. We've, you know, obviously I'm no short of opinions and I'm more than happy to kind of share mine and weigh in on issues that we've, you know, identified that are moving in the markets. But, you know, I want to know what you have to say. You know, we're committed to doing this podcast. I'm committed to bringing you guests that are compelling. Um, You know, I have a long list of practitioners, both locally and, you know, regionally that are going to be coming on the show with us going forward. Uh, We'll be talking about the things that they do well, the things, you know, their opinions and kind of where they come out. So we're continuing to do that. But, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to spice it up a bit. I don't have, you know, my, my cohort anymore. I'll be coming to you you know, just me from here forward. So I want to keep it, I want to keep it a little lighter and I want to keep it fun. What do you have for me? Comments, please. Um, Kelly says, hi, she is waving with a sun and a wind and a beach emoji. Don't so forget don't forget. Oh, did I see a, did I yeah. see a cocktail? You know, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe you have cocktails on air. We have to change the time. Cause I can't do cocktails at <laughs> noon could. on a Wednesday. I could. You could, of course you could. Of course you could. We've been known to consume a cocktail at five, you know, but neither here nor there. So what do you want to hear from us? Um, you know, feel free. And as you know, we've always said, if you consume this show, wherever you podcast from, we always appreciate a a five-star review that helps us do what we do, get our message out to more people. If you know someone that needs to join the Facebook group, it is no longer secret. It is just private. So you may request additions, but I need to know if I don't know you, you need to probably friend me and send me a DM or send me a text and let me know who you are. Um, more than happy to add, you know, your fellow coworkers and your, you know, acquaintances to the group for, for some continued discourse and, and conversation, you know, all all we're doing here is trying to bring value to the real estate community here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, this is a, a business that has been very kind to me. It is an industry that I love. It is a market and a city that I hold dear. So I just want to give back a little bit. Um, with that, I will close up shop. Don't forget about the sweet spot. Talk to your clients um, if they bought you know, in 2012, it's a perfect time to move up into a softer market. Take that 180,000 in equity that we outlined for you and put it to work for them. Uh, Finance at low rates, negotiate good deals. You as a real estate practitioner, it is a great opportunity to show your value and help your clients win, which is what we always want to do. That's why we're here. With that said, we're going to close up shop. Thank you. I appreciate you as always for resource real talk about Louisville real estate. I'm Jay Pitts. We'll see you next Wednesday.